Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, this podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like how do you greet your dog? Uh, do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. <laughs> Hey Jack, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Well, I've had COVID actually since we last spoke. I had COVID all last week. Oh, mm. and what kind of level? Uh, not badly. I mean, I had two stripes and everything, but you know, I didn't have bad COVID. I was very, very knackered and tired and Jane noticed that I was um, unusually grumpy. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she said, I think you should take a test of some sort. Anyway, that's what it was. And now I'm over it, but Jane is going down with it. So, uh, but it's not, it's not a serious. Oh no, you're a spreader. No, I'm not a spreader. She was inevitably going to get it. We live in the same house. Although I did sleep in a different room while I had it. But um, anyway, she's managed to get it. Okay. How are you? I'm okay. Well, I'm glad you've braved through and you're oh, here. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing stops me. <laughs> I'm good. I am good. I've had a couple of incidences this week, actually, with, yeah. with Mildred. Oh, yes. Or one with Mildred and one dog related. Go on then. And this is very much a signifier, I think, that I've entered a new phase of life. I was at the local park and I was walking Mildred and Mildred, I allowed Mildred off the lead, okay? It's enclosed, so it's safe to let her off the lead. So I'm just going for a stroll. And I kind of end up walking kind of adjacent to these four teenage secondary school boys, kind of rucksack, you know, uh, yeah. dragging their legs in the way that teenagers mm. do at that age. Yeah, yeah. And they're all kind of laughing and giggling. And I turn around and then I realised that Mildred was, was quite some distance away. All right. right. Obviously, I'm alone. I've not said anything. And I turn around and I say, Mildred! <laughs> and the four teenage boys 
absolutely wet themselves with laughter. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was really, I froze. I, I kind of didn't know what to do. And I, I was brought back to like, oh my God, I remember when I was that age, what do I look like? Am I a creepy man in a, in a high-pitched voice? And Mildred came running along. And then the four boys, as they walked off and they were laughing, then individually they started going, Mildred, <laughs> Mildred, <laughs> Mildred. That feels, oh. I know. And I realised that's where I am in life. And I, I remember being, I think I was kind of late teens. And I remember staying out late, you know, with my friends drinking. And we were kind of being loud, I think, in the garden at 6am. And it was a big one. And we, me and my friend Robin remember one of the neighbours opening their window. And he opened the window and he shouted, It's 6am! <laughs> and we call him 6am man. And we still <laughs> quote him 20 years later. It's 6am! I thought, oh my God, I'm going to be Mildred man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it, I'm Mildred man. If, if they still know each other in 20 years, they'll still you be going, be. Mildred! Do you remember that? Do you remember that, the Mildred man? They'll be doing it at school, won't they? When It'll spread around school. <laughs> they'll, it'll become a catchphrase. People go, Mildred! <laughs> and, it, and it's you. It's you that they're doing it to. It's, I know. That's where I am in life now. I'm him. Yeah. We had a teacher. I did this in a stand-up routine, early stand-up routine of mine. We had a teacher at school who used to... Um, go bonkers that we would drop sweet wrappers in the playground. Arguably, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, the right thing to be cross about. But Absolutely. the way he said it, the way, <laughs> the way he said it was just, <laughs> I couldn't keep a straight face because he'd get up and talk in assembly. And I always remember he used to walk around with his tie over his shoulder, like he was always in a hurry. And, <laughs> and that was funny anyway. So I used to go around with my tie over my shoulder just to sort of, and, um, and he goes, boys, boys, you got to stop. You're throwing your mojo wrappers everywhere. Mojo. Right. And he became Mojo Man. Right. And when I did it in, my, in the stand-up routine the first time I was on TV, I had so many people from that school get in touch with me saying, I remember him. I remember him. Mojo Man. So you're now a legend in the local school. For the wrong reason. I'm Mildred Man. Yeah, yeah, Mildred yeah. Mildred yeah. Man. It's a repeating oh, theme, isn't God. it? With guests that we've had who said you've got to be careful what you call your dog because you've got to shout it out in the park when you're in the park. Yes. So do you think you could develop a slightly more macho way of calling Mildred and maybe, you know, call her Mills or something? Millsy. But you... <laughs> shout something like that. Millsy, come here, Millsy. <laughs> and then they wouldn't laugh at you in your face in that way. You think it's got to be deep because you can't. You're right. You can't shout. It doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter in which tone uh, or cadence you shout, Mildred. No. The, na the actual word has to change because I. I was just walking quietly on my own. I can't then turn around and go, Mildred. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. There's no. There's no Mills. way on earth. Mills. Yeah, Mills is Mills is more like it, but Mildred is always okay. you're going to be Mummy's boy, aren't you? You can't get away from that. Yes, you just cannot. You can't uh, shout the mourners. Oh, the mourners! 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 In a way, that's less risible. I think you'd get fewer laughs from doing that. I think you should try that next time. Or, okay. Yeah, but Thank no. You. Well, I feel your pain. It's difficult. <laughs> I never have the problem because I never let Dolly off the lead. Because you know, well, I hardly ever let her. Of course, you know, she's usually carrying her. But, you know, that's how it is. What was your other dog-based yes. event? Well, 
Okay, I mean, I've, I had an absolute nightmare. I was taking Wilder, <laughs> my daughter, for a, yeah. a walk in this pram, right? And Grace yeah. has one of these, the you know, these running prams, these kind of Chiswick yeah. running prams, right? Well, you can go jogging with it. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which I've, I've not done. And I'm taking Wilder for a walk. And ahead of me, I see a, quite a fresh steaming dog turd ah. on the pavement, mm. right? I know. Now, obviously, my instinct was to just take the pram off. It was a quiet road. My instinct was to take the pram off the road and go round and come back onto the pavement. Uh-huh. But I, you know, you try and t- oh, I try and take shortcuts in life. That's the. I mean, this is the moral of the story. Is I looked at the turd and yeah. I kind of measured it up. I looked at the height of the turd, <laughs> and then I looked at the height of the pram. Yeah, yeah, and I. And I thought, do you know what? Actually, it's quite safe. I can that can go under the pram. I can go over. Yeah, it, you've right? you got enough clearance. Yes, you've got enough clearance. So I just need to make sure that the wheels are, you know, that I go straight through the centre. <laughs> so I go straight through. I measure up. <laughs> I measure up. <laughs> There's two people across the road that uh-huh. can see this, and I measure. You know, I look round, look at right. It's there. The pram's here. I go over it straight through the middle, mm. and I look down. And the turd is broken up into pieces, and there's a track. <laughs> and I didn't realise that the, the pram was three wheels. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I, had, right. I had measured up yeah. to make sure that I go straight through it. You'd not taken into account that it was a three-wheeler. It was a one wheel at the front and two at yeah, the back. But I could, yeah, I couldn't see that it was a so, one-wheeler. What's brilliant about that is that the onlookers <laughs> will have thought you did it deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> you actually aimed for yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I hope that gets to the uh, the schoolyard as well, that story. <laughs> Mildred Man, he goes round with a pushchair, right? And he he targets dog turds. That's that's who he is. <laughs> oh dear! Brilliant. Now, okay, so look, um, before we get on our, our wonderful guest, yeah. we need to cover something that we discussed last week. I think. Yeah. Oh, we discussed a revelation. Yeah. That came out during our last episode, which is you. For those, in case there's a few of you that, that didn't manage to catch last week's episode. Jack opened up with us all and and told us that sometimes when he lets Dolly out for a wee, he joins her Ooh. for for such an occasion. I had no idea that that was such a controversial thing to be doing, and uh, we've had a lot of comment from that. I, I, I yeah, you know, it's just it's always struck me as the most you know natural thing on earth to do. I like I like weeing outside. Anyway, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, the, well, no, good for you. And actually, you're an inspiration because Rob, the wonderful Rob Beckett, who has, has been on the show, mm. and you can listen to that if you've not listened to that yet. But Rob actually responded to the clip we put on Instagram and said that he's going to now start doing that. Good. Well, you know, I'm flattered. I'm flattered, although slightly concerned that if his wife asks him why you're doing that, he's going to say, <laughs> "Oh, it's an idea I got from Jack D." You know. <laughs> It's not it's not a thing you should be proud of spreading as a as a concept, but I'm just saying it's out there for you to do. But there's other people who've uh, 
who got in touch and, and said, oh, I, I would divorce my husband if he did that. It's really kind <laughs> yes. of, you know, split the jury, hasn't it? Big backlash. Yeah. We've got an email here. Hi, Jack, Sean and Sarah. Loved the episode today. And Jack's confession about mm. having a wee in his back garden is something I can relate to. Uh, my boy, Cockapoo, Parker, always has a last wee before bedtime in the garden, but sometimes takes ages to do the business as he is too busy sniffing every part of the garden. To give him a hint, I discovered that if I had a wee against a convenient bush, then Parker would always follow me and do a wee in the same place. Very boy dog behaviour. This has evolved to the point that most evenings we go for a last wee together. Luckily, we have no overlooking neighbours. Love the podcast from Mark Ellery. Oh, that's, that's very sweet. Very, very nice indeed. And of course, we don't have overlooking neighbours either. I wouldn't. I'm not flaunting it. I'm not saying, "Hey, have a look at this." Yeah. I'm not. I'm not standing on a ladder doing it over the fence. <laughs> Jack's got a new water feature. No, hang on. <laughs> He's got one of those little boy statues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Um, he did carry on. He just said, P.S. Sean may be interested to know that cockapoos make fantastic hearing dogs, as mm. he put it. Hearing dogs for deaf people and are yeah. also really good as therapy dogs. Yeah. Parker regularly goes into a care home. And the residents adore him. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Ah, Thanks I mean, for that, Mark. Thanks for getting in touch. Yeah, very nice to hear. Would Mildred make a good therapy dog? Would you take her to visit, you know, some elderly people or something? I think she'd be a bit too hyperactive. She did a yeah. lovely thing the other day that I thought was really sweet, Jack. I was mm. taking her for a walk. Oh, my God. I just must ask her to come on, oh, my dog. Fantastic actress is in loads of stuff. But I only mm. know her first name. Um Monica, but I'll, I'll get her on. You'll, you'll know who she is. I'm, yeah. I, I bumped into Monica. She has a big dog. Mm. And the dog was very friendly and it came to jump up to kind of greet me. And then Mildred jumped in front of me to defend me. Oh. It was so sweet. Oh, it was that's so, so sweet. Nice. And I had to cuddle her and go, no, it's okay, Mildred. She's a friend. She's a friend. Oh, bodyguard. Like she'd take a bullet for you. 
Sweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really, really is nice. But um, I think um, Mildred would be too hyperactive. I, I she would be too nuts in a gown. Yeah. She'd go yeah. absolutely mental. Yeah, it sounds as though she would overreact. You've said that you've taken Dolly. I have, a... I have, because my dad oh, is yeah. in a in a nursing home, a, a very nice one, and Dolly is allowed in, and she's a big hit with all the other residents. They just love to see her. Yeah. Of course, you'll get all their dog stories. No, oh, I used to have a this, that, and the other. So it's nice for them to see a dog. Oh, yes. But Dolly loves, she likes old people. She's very up for that. So, yeah, she'd be good at that. Yeah. Very nice. We should crack on and, and meet our guests. I've got, I have to say, before we do, I'm very mm. surprised that actually, when you first confessed about the weeing in the garden, I thought that everyone was going to be appalled by that behaviour. And you said, no, that I would be surprised. I did. I thought you said, yeah. no, you'll be surprised how many people think that's OK. And I think you're right. I think the general consensus is yeah. that that's quite a normal thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I don't, when you say confess, I didn't... I, I don't feel I was confessing anything. <laughs> I just... I'm just telling you what I do in the evening, you know. Would you do it if, if it was... Because we've got that, you know, the AstroTurf fake grass thing. Oh, no, I wouldn't do it on that. I don't think I'd do it on AstroTurf. No. Okay. I'd do it into the, into the flower bed. <laughs> very, very quickly. Yeah, go on. You remember uh, wonderful Jeremy Hardy? Of course. I was, I was drinking with him after at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in a hotel and he couldn't be bothered to go to the ho- <laughs> to the hotel lose right because so, it was quite a long way away so he said i'm i'm just going to go out in the garden and pee in the garden right so he goes out in the garden and um pees into the hedge and it causes quite a lot of noise on the other side of the hedge right <laughs> um we then realized that what he'd done we were in a roof garden and <laughs> four floors up <laughs> that he he had peed right through this hedge <laughs> and there were people people on the street in the pavement down to you know shouting what are you doing hey <laughs> so they had the honor of being peed on by jeremy hardy <laughs> oh my god yeah. what a privilege but speaking of uh, speaking of comedians we need to get our, our wonderful guest on don't we Yes, we absolutely do. Louisa Omelan is a comedian, writer and actress. Her Melbourne Comedy Festival thigh gap routine went viral with 50 million viewers before going viral was even a thing. Her debut stand-up show, What Would Beyonce Do?, is the title of her memoir, and she's just released a new YouTube special called God Is A Woman. But we don't want to hear all about Louisa's amazing achievements. We want to get to know her through her dog, Louisa. Louisa, hello. Hi, gang. Thank you for having me. Lovely to have you here. First things first, we want to know about your dog. Who have you got? This is Bernie. Oh, Bernie's there. Oh, hello, Bernie. Gorgeous. Hello, Bernie. She's just been for a walk, so she's absolutely um, oh, shattered. Yes. So this is Bernie. She's a Bernese mountain dog. She is 47 kilos. She should be 43, but she uh, loves her food. Yeah, she's massive. Absolutely ginormous. Yeah, she's an oaf. She's a big oaf. Yeah. And um, she's beautiful and gorgeous and very, very funny. And she's been coming on stage with me doing shows since she was like nine weeks old. So she's really good on stage. She's amazing on stage. She goes on stage. on stage with you? Yeah. Of course, I've seen... Hang on, I've seen this, but I just thought that was a one-off. I've gigged with you and no. you go on stage and you bring the dog as like a part of a double act. Yeah, like because... When I first got her, everybody was like, how are you going to cope with a dog with your lifestyle? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'll have to make it work. And I'm single. I don't have anybody at home. I don't have anybody that I could 
Palmer off on. So I was like, you'll just have to come with me and hang out in the dressing room. And we was at Comedia in Bath. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the dressing room is not far from the stage. And, like, it's just upstairs. Yes, yes. And I had her as a puppy and she was inside the room. And uh, she was just crying the whole time. And my tour manager, like, your puppy's oh, no. crying. So I um, I brought her out and then I told the story of how I got her and what I did and how who she is. And then from that, the, uh, I did a show called Politics with Bitches and Politics with Bitches was born because I brought Bernie on stage and told the story of how I got her and etc. And ever since she's been coming on stage with me. So how lovely. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So what is this story about how you, you got her? Sounds like you've got a story to tell. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's not a funny story. This is meant to be an uplifting, funny podcast, isn't it? So it's not really a funny story. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. I was, um, things are going really well career-wise. I was doing all right. I just got my first live at the Apollo stint and things were going well. And I was meant to tour Australia again. And I was living in London and I, um, my mum was living in the Midlands at the time. And um, she said, well, don't rent whilst you're going to Australia for three, four months. Like, move all your stuff out, like, in with me. And then afterwards, like, work yeah. something out. So I moved in with her. She kept feeling poorly, took her to A&E. Next thing I know, she died six weeks later. She had stomach cancer, stage four stomach <gasps> and bowel cancer. Oh. But they never, they just never, they didn't catch it in time. So sorry. And it's all right. And then because she didn't have cancer, well, she had it for a long time, but they didn't know she had it because they just kept telling her she wasn't poorly enough like she looked too well because she was polish she was hardcore right. she grew up on a farm so she looked great right. yeah. <laughs> so even with stage four she's still out mowing the lawn and like doing all this stuff and hardcore so they were just like there's nothing wrong with you like you're clearly fine go home and then uh, i just couldn't cope to be honest i couldn't cope with the rug pull of there not being the support because you need time to be plugged into a system so to be plugged into the correct nurses and plugged into the correct kind of charities and support right. and thing and if it's quick, yeah. you're just sent home with palliative care all of a sudden. And you're like, mm. what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. So I um, I hate dogs. I've never liked dogs. And then I, I saw a, a picture of a puppy of a Bernese Mountain dog. And I thought, that'll fix it. I'll get one of them. And um, <laughs> I was the Bernese Mountain dog. What a turnaround from hating dogs and then going through something in your life that's obviously awful. Yeah. and But then seeing that picture yeah. of that dog and finding hope in that that might help turn things around for you emotionally. It was more from going to the hospice. On the way to the hospice, there was a dog's trust. And it's really weird because you don't want to talk to anybody. Like when you're going through something like that, that you don't, un you can't understand life without a person if they've always been sure. there. You can't yeah, fathom yeah, yeah. it. It's really hard to communicate with people or to like, without just being really angry at yeah, everybody. So babies and dogs, for some reason, babies and dogs, I just felt soothed. And I went to a dog's trust and was around dogs and it just felt calming. And I thought, that's what I've got to do as well. Oh. And then I do a joke on stage. I'm like, I didn't want a second hand one. So I, like, I got a pedigree. I'd reserved a dog called Bernie, Bernie's Mountain Dog, paid a thousand pounds for it. And I was meant to pick it up the day after the funeral to have something to yeah. look forward to. And it got to the day of the funeral and they called and said, oh, sorry, there's a problem with keeping your dog. And I was like, great, like, Typical. cool. One Typical, yeah. yeah. And then a few days later, I was at home, like at home, just like crying. And a Google alert came up that I forgot about. And it was for a Polish Bernese mountain dog that had been returned that the new owner didn't want her. Oh. Their teeth were wonky. And I was like, Polish? Yeah. Polish Bernese mountain dog? Yeah. And uh, I drove like four and a half hours and it was a Polish woman fresh off the boat. And she was like a single mum. And she was, my mum was a single mum. And she had like, she was, had the twang. She was like proper Polish, Polish. Yeah. And I walked in and she was there. And I was like, it's a sign. Yes, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. How old was Bernie at that point? I think she was nine weeks old then. Sweet, she was nine weeks. Sweet. And yeah. I mean, I suppose a counsellor would say, oh, you you know, you, you haven't dealt with your trauma and all you've done is distracted yourself by getting a dog. Absolutely. 
absolutely. But I, I think it's a great thing to do. It's, it's, it, it takes you out of yourself. It seems to me as though you found that incredibly helpful and healing. Is that right? Oh, very much great. so. Like, very much so. It's just love. Like, you just need something to love, I yeah. think. And yeah. I think for anyone going through a bad time, whatever it is, as long as it's not damaging, more damaging to you or to other people, like, you do what you need to do. Yeah. And there's something about death or someone dying yeah. that I think just gives you an opportunity, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for a clean slate. So mm. anything you want to say off to, you get rid of and you chop off and you're done. Mm. And anything that you go, do you know what? This works for me. And it might not be understandable to some people, like why would you pack up and leave or why would you change your career or why would you get a dog? But if it helps you and your life navigating forward, yeah, 100% yeah. go for brilliant, it. Brilliant, brilliant. So. Was it just a coincidence that it was the Burmese mountain dog that you'd sort of seen and fancied the idea of? Like, have you ever seen a puppy version no, of them? No. I imagine I've they're not. absolutely gorgeous, yeah. Google a puppy of a Burmese mountain dog <laughs> okay. and try not to buy one. <laughs> like, we'll yeah, watch yeah, yeah. Jack live purchase a dog <laughs> right now. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. By the end of the podcast, they're like little baby bears. They're like that big. They're like that big when they're born. <laughs> so they're just little baby bears. Like you can't not. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, and so it was. It sounds as though it was pretty much love at first sight. Was it with Bernie? Uh, yeah. What? Well, it wasn't. When I first bought a home, I was like, "How?" You're going to manage right. Bernie's yeah, yeah. dog. You're an idiot. Like, you can't even look after your own life. How are you going to cope with this? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was weird because, like, going on stage after that, I hated it. Like, I hated it because I was like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, yeah. I don't care for making you laugh. Yeah. Like, I don't care yeah. for you not. <laughs> That's the spirit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You bring her out and you make it about her. And then people are like, oh. And then they're listening and invested. And then afterwards, you had all these people being like, oh, this happened to me, or this happened to me, yeah. and this happened to me. And there's so much, there is a lot of humour in death and trauma. Like, sure. there is a lot of stuff that's actually really funny. Yeah. And, like, you kind of want to say it out loud, but you can't because people think you're mean. And uh, it was nice to develop a show where you could just be, like, all of those Fantastic. things and just lay it all out. It sounds quite cathartic. It is, but it also depends on how beautiful comedy is. Because I think if you're comedy, you're comedy. Mm. Like, if it's in you, it's in you. So whatever thing you have, whatever emotion you have, whatever, but that's the way you find your way to navigate through it, isn't it? Because yeah. that's your that's, thing. So. That's what you do. Yeah, so, so dogs when you're growing up, is there any in the background? Never had a dog, never liked them. Mm. Do you know what? We don't talk, because obviously we get dog owners on the show, but having yeah. someone that, you know, you didn't like dogs, what was it that you didn't like about dogs? And I suppose, and that you now love about them? I think it was probably maybe like some self kind of hatred or whatever, because they were so <laughs> needy. And I was like, oh God, like, yeah. why are you so needy? Like, what a horrible quality in something yes. like, oh. I know who would be so needy I know I was like, that's disgusting like get a life babe and now yeah. like I just mm. love that she's the neediest thing ever like it makes me so oh it's, she's so adorable like we go into the vet and they go to like check her ears and she looks at me like mommy and I'm like oh yeah. baby like yeah <laughs> so are you ever without her like will you pop out and like you know she's left at home for an hour or so yeah yeah, yeah. there is that like yeah there is I'm, like we need to spend less time together because it's too much I went to um I went to America and I tried to do some gigs out yeah. there and I brought her with me on the plane. So she came out with you me brought, on the plane. What do you mean? What? Hang on. Pause. What? What do you mean you brought her on the plane? Yeah. Did she have to get a ticket? On the... What pla passenger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in America, they have this thing where you can have like an emotional support dog. So I was really good friends with the doctor and I was like, can you help me write a letter for her? So they got a letter for her. So I got her on the flight. An, an emotional... You get a... Sorry. You get a doctor's letter that says... I actually... I need her for my emotional support. Right. I'm going to go to the doctors and say, I need an emotional support first class ticket, please. 
you should see some of the lists of animals they've had. So they've had like parrot, ferret, like emotional support ferrets. Like it's ridiculous. Oh. I mean, they've stopped it now. Oh, they've stopped like, it. I think they cottoned on <laughs> to what was going on there. <laughs> Yeah. can't do it yeah. um, but she came to the States for me and I was trying to do these shows in New York and I was horrible I was on my own I'd invested all this money in hiring this theatre I was trying to put on shows the theatre was falling down every time I was on stage they were having building work they didn't tell me about it and then Bernie stopped going for a poo wouldn't go for a poo you can't walk them anywhere. there's no grass a dog park is a concrete patch yeah. in the middle of the city yes that's right isn't it in New York that you kind of have these you yeah. have these kind of square parks and in the corner there's like a kind of tiny concrete triangle yeah and it's weird because they have everybody like on the leashes with the dogs and you're like what kind of quality of life is this for a dog like in Setron Park you can only have them off the leash I think before 8 30 in the morning and even then it's only certain it like oh, right. it just doesn't seem to anyway I took her to the vet because I was like she's not right and they were like oh your dog's depressed and I was like cool <laughs> that makes two of us uh. <laughs> <laughs> your dog's depressed. You took your dog to the vets in New York and they yeah. went, your dog's depressed. Yeah, so I'm on stage every night and this roof falling on my head. They didn't have air conditioning, so I'm like, whatever, can't breathe. And uh, in the daytime, trying to get up at seven o'clock to drag her to Central Park to go for a walk, to go for a because <laughs> she only <laughs> on grass. She won't mm, anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Jack only wheeze on grass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think we should accommodate Jack. Whatever you need, <laughs> you need. He's valid. <laughs> and so then they were like, you need to give antidepressants. And I was like, mate, I'm out of here. See you later. We're going home. It's the most American response, isn't it, to that? Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, they give dogs antidepressants. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Velux XE, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Velux XE injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergic to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. We got on the first flight back after that, and, uh, and then she ran to a mass patch of grass and was fine. So the customs Good. and things, getting Good. Bernie back in into Britain, is that is is that straightforward? It was easy enough, but like we just like it. To be honest, I don't know if they could have stopped us because we were like, we just need to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to be too scatological and talk about toilets the whole time because me and Jack have already done that before you joined us, Louisa. But where oh, does yeah. okay. where does the dog? 
you know, go and relieve itself on the plane. At the airport, they said they'd have like a doggy toilet, right? So you're like, oh, cool. And it's not a doggy toilet. It's an old disabled toilet. Yeah, but so not- where does where does Bernie go on the plane? They have to hold it. They just have They're to hold do- it. Oh, so oh. she's she's in a crate, I guess, is she? No, she's, sitting she's with like you. with me on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> even more annoying is um, on the way back because I paid for business class tickets because you're meant to have a lot of room because they're meant to be able to lie on the floor and put yeah. you and they were like oh no you, she doesn't quite fit you can't have that so then they put me in an economy and I had to sit over three seats in economy and I was like do you know what mate next time I'm just going to do yeah, that yeah that sounds actually like, that sounds like a result really did you do that thing when you're watching a um, you're watching a film on a plane but you end up watching the other person's did you end up watching Bernie's film <laughs> <laughs> No, we were all right. We, we just, I think we just fell asleep, Sean. Like, I don't think it, I don't think we did anything like that okay. exciting. It no. sounds so nice, no. though, to be yeah. flying with your actual dog. I mean, yeah. that sounds like... So I went on another trip this year. I took myself off on a road trip to do comedy around Europe. So I went to, like, five countries. Yeah. And uh, I didn't want to go without Bernie, so I drove it. So me and Bernie drove around Europe for the summer. Wow. And how is she in the car? Is she pretty good in the car? Yeah, she's yeah. great. She was just in the back of also, it was weird. It made me braver in a very kind of weird way because, A, you're going to countries that you don't know. You're trying to put on shows where you've never been before. Where, you, Like, bearing in mind, there's no support. Like, it's just me, like, calling a venue, asking a bar if I can get a mic and come and do a gig yeah. there and then trying to get people to come in. Like, it's all very mm. oh, lo-fi. Wow. But having her there just made it so much easier to be like, we've got this. Like, we'll do it. Like, we can make it work. We can do this. Oh. It was cool. It was really cool. I don't think any of our guests have ever... I'm trying to think of a guest who who has so much companionship with her yeah. dog as, as yeah. you appear to. It's extraordinary. What an amazing what story. Like, she's my only... She's my <laughs> only... <laughs> no, you don't just spoil it by saying she's my only friend. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of road movie. Yeah, like an idea for a road movie where yeah. someone and their, you know, their dog go off and for a trip around Europe. I want to get a Winnebago and go around the States with her and do it like, I love it because she's great on stage. Audiences love her. Yeah. Like I say, it makes me braver. But also like at the time, like, sorry, this isn't very funny, but right. like when my mum first passed, I couldn't, I couldn't go out. Like I found it of really course, hard yeah. to, but I never used to be like, I used to be so fearless and so cocky and just really confident yeah. and could do anything, whatever. And then when she died, it all... Everything just felt so immediate and like I couldn't see. And so Bernie helped me go places. So Europe was a bit of a challenge to be like, right, get out of your comfort zone. Like you've got to try and have a life again. Like you've got to try and get a life. And so because she could only be at home for four hours, you go, okay, well, I'll leave you at home. I'll go and explore. And in four hours, that's all I've got. Four hours and come back. Four hours. And just that bit of like doing that every day. That's such an endearing story. I bet Bernie tells all her mates in the park that you're a rescue (laughs) owner. I rescued her. She was in a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) She was the best before me. I thought the best thing for her is I thought, you know what? I'll take her to Europe. (laughs) She needs to get away. (laughs) Nice. I let her drive. She's really good on stage. So on stage, she always like she's every now and then she'll do something that just completely like, like I remember on stage doing once a show, or whatever, and I did this beautiful bit, and then like I mentioned vagina. Sorry, I mentioned vagina, sure. and uh, she came up and she turned around and she stretched with her butt to the. <laughs> <with her> butt. <laughs> <laughs> she's nicked that bit off Jack. <laughs> 
you know when they laugh more at something like that than they yeah. could ever yeah, put yeah. anything yes. yeah yeah she knows what she's doing oh but she does so so you've obviously spent a huge amount of quality time with bernie do you have conversations with her and i mean is that does that would you go as far as that yeah yeah, yeah okay so sounds like jack it sounds like you've gone how crazy are you <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find someone else who does what I do, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like Bernie's got a voice, so she'll talk to me. Okay. Oh, perfect. You're in good company. I think it's weird when people have a dog. And I'm like, what's their voice? They're like, they I don't know. have one. And I'm like, you're not even listening. You even love your dog. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Can we have some sampling? Yeah. Without that? further ado. I yeah. Think. Uh, hi, hi, buddy. I'm Bernie. Nice to meet you. Hey, how did you the show? Have you got any tweets for me? Hello, I'm Tommy. Can you ask Uncle Jack and Uncle Sean to give a tweet, please? <laughs> that's exactly how I'd expect a Bernie's to sound. So I'm, I'm very... That's excellent. That's excellent. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. What did she sound like in America? Like, oh, mummy, I want some Xanax. I'm feeling very blue. This <laughs> stupid so how are your neighbours getting on with this? Are they? <laughs> they love her. Jack has a voice for Dolly. I don't actually, yeah. for some reason, my voice changes when I talk to Mildred. Can you tell me your dog's voices? What are your dog's well, voices? Well, Dolly is a chihuahua and her voice is a kind of cross between, bizarrely, between Joe Pasquale and Michael Caine, I'd say. So yes. I'd say, come on, Dolly, do you want to go to Nero's? And go, yeah, I'll go up Nero's. It's pretty good there. I don't mind that, actually. I don't that. Come up. Yeah, come up Nero's with you. Every get time. Our chocolate, shall we? Yeah. Without fail. Oh, that's so Yeah, funny. I know. Because so, Jane, Brilliant. my wife, talks to her all the time. So then I have to reply on Dolly's behalf. So Jane will say, I'm going to bed. And then Dolly will say, yeah, I'm pretty tired as well, actually. I'm coming up as well, I think, you know. Oh, I love my little boy. I know. I know. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? So cute. Sean's next part of his dog journey is to develop Mildred's voice. I think we need to help him do and that. I know. It's, I don't know why that hasn't... I, I feel like me and Mildred have... Um, oh, God. What do you call it? We're, we're, we're conversing in our mind. Telepathic. Mm. So, yeah, it feels more telepathic between me and Mildred. But I do have mm. a voice that I use... For when I talk to her. What's that then? That's it. Yeah. Oh, my little mourners, come here, I give you the squeezes because you're just the little naughty naughty and I love my mourners. You're the naughty naughty, but you was the nicest, most well behaved little naughty naughty, aren't you? You come here, you're the naughty naughty. That's her new, it's a very recent thing. Aggressive but loving. Yeah. Like, it's because so... it sounds aggressive because you're pent up all the lovings and I want to give you the yeah. lovings and I want to give you the squeezes, but I can't give you too much because you're just the naughty naughty. That's what I call her now. It's her new, her new nickname has developed into the naughty naughty. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Dennis is um lovely sausage monkey head. Oh, what? that's the, what? that's the nickname, is it? Yeah. Who's a lovely sausage monkey head? You're a lovely sausage monkey head. I love that. Yeah, she's a lovely sausage monkey lovely head. Lovely sausage monkey head. I've got to say, I think <laughs> yeah. that's my. It's a good one. I think that's my. Fa- that's that's my favourite so far. The little yeah. sausage. Lovely, lovely. Are you a lovely sausage monkey head? And how do you, do you have any idea? People don't tend to, but do you have any idea how you've got to, you lovely sausage monkey head? I think it started with just lovely sausage. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, stop being a monkey, because she's like a monkey. And then you're being monkey head. It's it just as simple as that. I mean, that is it, is it? That is, you can't break it down. That is it. There's yeah. no elaboration. <laughs> Bernie, I imagine, gets complete run of the house and allowed where she wants to yeah, go. Yeah, like I live in Birmingham. I've just sold my house, actually, because I want to be back down to London. Mm. 
But like one of the reasons I stayed in Birmingham is because I needed a house big enough for her with a park next sure, door. Yeah. But you kind of realise as long as you love them and you take care of them, take them out, like they're fine. Like they're all right. Like I don't think I don't like the idea of a dog being in a flat on the twelfth floor in all day, never goes mm. out. Like I don't like mm. that. But like I think um yeah, we'll make it work. We'll find a little shoe up to London and make it yeah, work. They, they adapt, yeah, they adapt, don't they? They adapt. Very She's allowed good. on the furniture and Oh, on the bed. She sleeps on the she sleeps on the Super King bed like that on her back. Yeah. Oh the yeah, with, with the paws up. Yeah, yeah, always. So without without getting too personal, if you wanted to get a human partner at any point in your life in the future, not, yeah, I've been single for three years. She doesn't let me. She doesn't <laughs> like them. Doesn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flaw in this relationship. Man, very rarely this happens, but a man will come up to me a bit like because it was so annoying because all my friends told me when I got Bernie, yeah. they were like, "Oh, you're going to find it really easy. Like guys will find this really attractive." Because yeah. I'm like. Oh, Which girl, liar told you that? <laughs> my friend, she's really into dating. And she said, she promised me, she said men will find it really attractive because I'll be like, wow, look at that woman with a big dog. Like if she can handle a big dog like that, imagine what else she can handle, right? <laughs> That's what guys... <laughs> No, don't lie to me, guys. That is how you feel. Um, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll start looking at the world like that. Like, no one's ever looked at me like that. No one's ever looked oh, at me no. like that. Doesn't happen funny, that, dog. yeah. Oh, Terry, Terry, come here. Look at the size of her dog. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Like a lot of male audience members, they kind of go into several categories. So it'll either be they'll be terrified of it and be like, whatever. Yeah. Some are weird and they get aggressive and they come at her aggressively, which I find bizarre yeah. because then that just upsets her. Strange. Like, because she's big, they just get aggressive. Mm. Or some are just how you should be, which is like, oh, you big, lovely, fluffy, right, sausage yeah. monkey yeah. head. Like, yeah. and they do the, you know. And that's how you should be with a big. Yeah, so that's yeah. that. That'll be the one who. Uh, yeah, that's the guy I'm looking for. The one that approaches. That's the one who'll win your heart, and hopefully Bernie's as well at some point. Yeah. yeah. To be clear, all you're looking for is a man to see Bernie, and when he spots <laughs> Bernie, to go, "Oh, you lovely sausage monkey head." Yeah, it's like that um, Harry Potter. You know, when the dogs are sleeping and they got to figure out how to open the gate, and they've got to sing to him. I'm just looking for a guy that knows how to open the gate. Yeah. By- Okay, okay, very, very deep. Okay. And finally, we always ask at the end anyway, but it just so happens it segues quite well. But how do you feel about um, Bernie kissing you on the face, on the mouth? 100% she allows it, Jack. 100%. You think, you think so? Yeah. I, she does I think... give me kisses. She is trained to give me kisses. Yeah. Like licking my face, no, but kissing, yeah. 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 When you say she's trained to give you kisses, is that <laughs> you've, you've allowed it? Yeah, Bernie, Bernie, come here. Let's see what you're doing. Come here. Come here. All right. Come here. Oh, God. here we come go. Here. Come here. A live yeah. kiss. Hang on, Bernie's hang on, Benny, 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 can you kiss? This is oh, oh sweet. She's quite that's, very nice. that's adorable. That's adorable. Oh, hello. You're being sarcastic. No, no, not, <laughs> not at all. Being sarcastic. That's really <laughs> Honestly, sweet. Honestly, anyone who's listened to this podcast will know we're not being sarcastic when it comes to the dogs. Exactly. She's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Louisa, thank for you, letting Louisa. us know all about you. your life. It's just an extraordinary story, actually. I really yes. love hearing that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. How lovely. That was a wonderful story, wasn't it? Because uh, in many ways, quite a raw story about a terrible bereavement. Yes. And then into that void steps this amazing dog. That's obviously given her a lot of joy and clearly, yeah. you know, companionship. So it was a lovely... Uh, a lovely thing to hear and uh, I'm sure there'll be listeners out there who can relate to that 
I think it's worth saying if you do want to write in or send us a Absolutely. voicemail, you know, they don't have to be funny ones. You can, you know, not at all. We like all the serious stories as well because it's uh, it's all about us and our dogs and how we relate to them and vice versa. And sharing those moments, I think, and yeah, sharing those yeah, stories. Yeah. So please get in touch. Uh, it can be on a voice note or it can be by email, whichever way you yeah. please. Also, just before we sign off, I think it's incredible that she took Bernie on the plane. When we had the the fantastic Rich Hall on and he was mm. moving to America, he had to put right, his yeah. his little dog, he had to put yeah. the dog in a crate. And then, what was that, meet it a week later or something bizarre? Do you remember this? That's right. So he missed the trick there, didn't yeah. he? Because he could have said Sarge, wasn't it? Sarge was in it. Boston Sarge. Terrier. Yeah, yes. yeah. He could have said it was a, a therapy dog. Yes. And I'm looking at Rich Hall. Who would not believe that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need this. I need this dog. I need yeah. it to keep me. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to Oh My Dog. Each week we get all these insights from our guests. And uh, we hope that you're enjoying taking a deep dive with us into our love of dogs. Yes. And please do get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com you can also follow us on instagram at omdpod sarah's always posting the best dog clips up on there and we get to see exclusive photos of well jack and dolly and myself and mildred lots of extra content up there you can send us your voice notes and uh, again just to reiterate you know you don't even have to send in your the voice that you use for your dog it can be anything if you have any questions for me and jack please get in touch Yes, if you want to take advantage of that, you know, expertise that we clearly... <laughs> yeah. But uh, And also, if you feel so inclined, please give us a five-star review because that really helps the cause wherever you get your podcasts from. And remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts. 